2: The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. We Americans have always been known as a generous people. Perhaps it's because we realize our good fortune in being in a position to give that we are so ready to share with those less fortunate in all parts of the world. Right now, in 1,800 separate community campaigns, the community chest is asking for $280 million, which is the amount needed to expand and carry out its current program. The United Community Campaign is a -a once-a-year appeal which serves all year round. When you give to your local community chest... You have the satisfaction of knowing that you are donating to worthy causes of all kinds, both in this country and abroad. You are helping to care for underprivileged children as well as for the lonely aged. You are showing your concern for our servicemen as well as for the Korean homeless. By eliminating many separate appeals, which would be more costly in money, time, and effort, your gift to the community chest is able to do more for the many. Bear that in mind when you make your contribution to the United Community Campaign. Give the united way and give generously.
3: Mabel called about a while ago. She's so annoyed at that Mrs. Bradley. Can you hear me, McGee? Yeah, I'm
0: listening.
3: Because Mabel had the party line phone, see? And lately, every time she makes a call, the other party picks up the phone and listens in.
0: Anybody that's on a party line with Mabel Toops has my sympathy, kiddo.
3: Well, anybody could accidentally pick up the phone while the other party's using it. But you know what? Mabel told me that she kept count today. And this other party listened in on her calls 37 times.
0: 37 calls? In one day?
3: Now, that is no accident. Mabel is just sure it's Mrs. who was on her line. Say, do you want some more coffee before I empty the pot?
0: No, I don't think so, kiddo. Want me to help you stack the dishes? What's the matter? Are you
3: having trouble with your wristwatch again? No, why? Mine says five after seven.
0: So does mine. Why?
3: Well, then, what are you doing in your pajamas? If we're going to masquerade, I'd better get dressed. This
0: is no costume, kiddo. This is something I should have put on at 7 o'clock last night. Instead of sitting in the living room there listening to old Doc Gamble tell how he shot down that duck that I was the one who shot it down, which started that argument that lasted till 3 a.m.
3: 3 in the morning? Yeah. It's a good thing I went to bed at 11. Yeah, I wish I had.
0: Believe me, nothing like that's going to happen to me tonight. I'm beat. I'm going to bed right now.
3: You just run along, dearie. I'll see that you aren't disturbed. Thanks. I'm really
0: bushed. What with that hunting trip and all,
3: I haven't had a good night's sleep in five days. Well, you go ahead, off to bed with you. Okay. And shut the upstairs door so the noises won't bother you. Okay. Good night, kiddo. Good night, sweetheart. Pleasant dreams.
0: And I'll be asleep before I hit the top steps.
3: Ah, there goes a good kid. I don't care what anyone says about husbands. This one is more trouble than all the others put together. Now, if I can get these dishes finished early, I might be able to get some sewing done for a change.
4: You, you,
3: you, da, 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 you. Oh, I should have brought my sewing basket down from the bedroom. Maybe I can slip in there after he gets to sleep without waking him up. Oh dear. I hope that didn't bother him because he's barely had time to get in bed. Seventy-nine wistful Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Oh, hello, Mabel. Say, talk softly, will you? McGee's gone to bed early. Hey, Molly. Just a minute, Mabel. It's for me, dearie. Mabel Tubes, go on to bed. Okay. How's that, Mabel? Oh, I did hear somebody pick up the receiver. Yes. Listening in again, is she? Do you think it's Mrs., you know, Mrs. S-P-R-A-D-L-E-Y? I don't like to say it because she might be... Wait, Mabel, somebody's at my back door.
5: Doctor, Boy.
3: Heavenly days, it's the old-timer. He'll wake McGee. Maybe I'll call you back. Bye. Oh,
5: dear. Hi, daughter. Where's Gunny?
3: He's gone upstairs to bed. At 7.15? Please try to keep your voice down, Mr. Old-timer. Himself is awfully tired. He hasn't slept well for the past few days.
5: Oh, sorry, daughter. I'll be more careful. I'm kind of late with the groceries, but... I beg your pardon? I said sorry, daughter. I'll try to watch myself. Listen.
3: Didn't hear us, I guess.
5: Boy's having trouble sleeping, huh? Yes, and he's so tired. Papa had the same trouble. Just couldn't get to sleep nights. First, he tried counting sheep. But that didn't work. It didn't? Nope. Every time he got up to 15, he'd doze off and lose count. Then he'd have to get up, throw cold water on his face, and start over again. (laughs) That's too bad. Yep, but Papa didn't give up. He kept at it. Just kept counting sheep, did he? Yep. One night, he did real good. Got up to 400 was about to lock up the corral and turn in when a wolf jumped over the fence. Heavenly day. What a night that was. Woke Mama and all us kids up, howling, wolves, help, murder, run for the hills, the killer is loose. Wolves. Hey, what What happened? What, what's
3: the matter? Hey, Molly. Molly, are you all right? Everything's all right, sweetheart. Go back to
5: bed. Hi, Johnny. Oh, it's you. Didn't mean to disturb you. I was just relating an interesting anecdote.
0: Oh, hey. I see you got some more peanut butter, Molly. Hand me that bread, old-timer. I think I'll make myself a sandwich. Make two. But we just finished dinner 15 minutes ago. I'm still hungry. Get me a knife, will you, Molly? I can't sleep on an empty stomach. I'm going to have a snack and go right to bed, old-timer, because I'm all wore out from...
2: There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Was that youngster around your house, born during or after World War II... If he was, and you want him to get the best elementary education our public schools can give him. You ought to know these facts. Because of the huge increase in our birth rate during the last ten years, it's estimated that by 1956, there will be some seven million more children in elementary schools than there are now. Unless we start getting ready right away, our schools will be swamped. To take care of this extra enrollment, our schools will need more room, equipment, textbooks, playgrounds, and especially more elementary school teachers. There are two things you can do immediately. Join and work with local civic groups and school boards actively trying to improve educational conditions. And write to the National Citizens Commission for the Public Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York, 19, New York, for information about how people in other communities are improving their schools. That's National Citizens Commission for the Public Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York. (laughs)
0: Yes, dearie? What time is it? Eight o'clock. Go to sleep. I'm trying, but I just can't seem to settle down.
3: I knew the minute I saw him standing there in those pajamas after dinner that this was going to be one of those nights. All right, now, what's the trouble? I'm restless.
0: I think it was that sandwich I
3: ate. Which one? The one with the peanut butter or the three-decker you brought up to bed with
0: you? I don't know. Maybe it isn't the sandwiches. Maybe I'm You're just...
3: Probably just not comfortable, that's all. Here, let me fix your pillow for you. Just look at those covers. There. How's
0: that? Fine. Now, would you pull down that shade for me? That street light keeps shining in my eyes. Certainly. How's that? Good. I think I can take it from here. After all, there's no reason why a grown man has to be waited on hand and foot this way. Is there?
3: None that I can think
0: of. Me either. If I decide one night to go to sleep at 8 o'clock, all I have to do is make up my mind to go to sleep and I'll do it. Right? Yes, dear. I don't need anyone to tuck me in and fuss over me or sing me lullabies or anything like that.
3: Do I? No,
0: dearie. After all, I'm not the baby. Am I?
3: Yes, dear. I mean, no,
0: I You're darn right. No reason for me to act like I was three years old or something. I make up my mind to go to sleep, I go to sleep. Right. You want to read to me? What? For the... Yes,
3: yes, I will read to you. Oh, boy, Swell. I've got a wonderful book over here. It's especially written for this kind of reading.
0: Good, good.
3: I'll settle back. Okay. Close your eyes. Mm. That's it. Huh. Now, once upon a time, there were three bears. A papa bear. Oh, gee where's Molly, that's... And a mama bear. And a little bitty baby bear. Mm. And one day, while they were Oh, I said, somebody's been eating my porridge. And the mama bear said, somebody's been eating my porridge. And the baby bear said, Thank heavens, at last. Now, if I can just sneak out of here without waking him, I think I'll turn out all the lights, lock the doors, cut the telephone cord, and go visit Aunt Sarah. Whew! This has been quite an evening so far, and it's only... Oh, no. Well, thank goodness I stuffed rags in the door chime. Who in the world could this be?
0: Oh, it's you, Dr. Gamble. Come in. Thank you. How are you, Molly? Oh, I'm fine. Let's not... I'm not so sure about that. Say, ah, let me look at that throat. You sound terrible. There's nothing the matter with my throat. I'm just... Come, come, my dear. I'm not going to hurt you. Now, say, ah, like a good little girl.
3: There's nothing wrong with my throat, doctor. I was just... Whispering, McGee went to bed at seven o'clock. At seven,
0: McGee Shh,
3: quiet. Ooh.
0: Somebody call me, Molly. Somebody want me?
3: No, McGee go back to bed. I thought I heard somebody ask for me. A visitor just dropped in. That's all. Who is it? Doctor Gamble. The... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't save it a minute, Molly. I just want to return the rest of these shotgun shells I borrowed on the hunting trip.
3: Oh, well, you didn't choose very many from the looks of the bar.
0: Well, if you're a good shot, you don't have to waste ammunition, like some people I know. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, butcher boy. Anytime you want a shooting match, you just name the day and the weapon. Only you go back to bed. And that includes bows and
3: arrows. Ha! <laughs> don't answer him, please. He needs to sleep, and you know how upset McGee gets over nothing, Doctor. Nothing
0: is right. You should have heard him last night. He kept me here for three hours trying to convince me the duck I shot was really his. Really mine? So? So you still think I was wrong last night, you big balloon head? In spades. I knew you gave in too soon. Lock that door, Molly. I want to have a talk with this gent. Take his hat and his car keys. But, <laughs> McGee, you're asleep. It's only 9.15. Fix us some coffee, will you, kiddo? Now, oh, look here, George. Yes? <laughs> The bird was flying over my head, right? Right. And you were standing where Molly is, right? Well...
4: You
2: could see when I shot you. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. You'll agree we know that comedy is one of the most pleasurable forms of entertainment your radio can offer you. When you listen to the Chuckle-filled quarter-hour shows presented by Fibber McGee and Molly every weekday evening... You're enjoying some of the finest comedy on the air. And each Friday night, the NBC Radio Network adds to the comedy quota with two more fun-filled shows, The Bob Hope Show and The Phil Harris Alice Fay Show, to increase your listening enjoyment. Tomorrow night, Bob Hope will have as his special guest the charming and glamorous Zsa Zsa Gabor. In addition to Miss Gabor, you'll hear the music of Les Brown's Band of Renown and songs by Margaret Whiting. A half-hour packed to the seams with wonderful entertainment. Be sure to tune to The Bob Hope Show tomorrow evening right here on NBC Radio. Then you can hear mirth and music to keep you amused and delighted for thirty sparkling minutes on the Phil Harris Alice Fay Show. So treat yourself to the finest radio entertainment tomorrow night. Listen to the great shows on the NBC Radio Network.
0: We settled it, kiddo. Good. Doc agrees it's my duck. Good. And I agree he can come over for dinner when you cook it. Good night.
2: Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program Transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer And Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble This is John Wall inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night For another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly Weekdays enjoy every day with Meredith Wilson on the NBC radio network